The Christian Atheist is also available on YouTube, and you will find other great content, including the literature I frequently refer to, on our Simple Gifts podcast. If you find our content helpful, consider supporting us through PayPal at RomansChapter5 at Comcast.net. Welcome to the Christian Atheist, where faith and reason fuse in the Incarnation. Episode number 46, The Historicity of Jesus. This week, again, I discuss an important topic with a critic. Critic. You said, quote, Jesus the Christ is the dominant figure in all human history. End quote. That's not true. Jesus and his disciples are not part of the historical record because they never existed. Belief in Jesus may have become dominant, but not anymore. Christianity is just another crazy superstition now. The Christian Atheist Flat earthers are a dying breed, critic. But I guess you might be able to make a case for it. No serious scholar would say something as foolish as Jesus and his disciples are not part of the historical record. There is better historical evidence for Christ and his disciples, apostles, than for most of ancient history's personages. Here is a copy and paste from Wikipedia on the issue. Quote, Sources for the Historicity of Jesus Christian sources, such as the New Testament books in the Christian Bible, include detailed stories about Jesus. But scholars differ on the historicity of specific episodes described in the biblical accounts of Jesus. The only two events subject to, quote, almost universal assent are that Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist and was crucified by the order of the Roman prefect Pontius Pilate. Non-Christian sources that are used to study and establish the historicity of Jesus include Jewish sources, such as Josephus, and Roman sources, such as Tacitus. These sources are compared to Christian sources, such as the Pauline epistles and the Synoptic Gospels. These sources are usually independent of each other. That is, Jewish sources do not draw upon Roman sources. And similarities and differences between them are used in the authentication process. End quote. Even when I was an atheist, I would never have made such a foolish statement. The historicity of Jesus is not really in any serious question. The supernatural events, of course, are. So we might have a fruitful discussion about that. But denying Jesus is almost as foolish as claiming the earth is flat. Critic. Quote, No serious scholar would say something as foolish as Jesus and his disciples are not part of the historical record. End quote. So, your response is basically harumph. Well, these serious writers have all written that Jesus Christ never existed. And the critic provides a list of 109 names. The Christian Atheist. Fantastic critic. Now that is a great response. Full of evidence for your position. Admittedly. I may have overstated my case. My bad. 
there are always a few people willing to take the contrary position to nearly any proposition someone else puts forth, no matter how ridiculous it may be. Hence, even today, we have flat earthers. And some of those naysayers are even intelligent and articulate. Now, however, having given the devil his due, you will not mind, I hope, if I examine your evidence? Let's address your claim that 109 serious scholars deny that Jesus existed by looking at what the most famous person on your list, Voltaire, actually said. Not knowing most of the names on this list, I have to take your word that they deny Jesus' existence. Oops, that's not right, is it? It isn't your word at all but the word of whoever compiled this list. You're having cut and pasted it here, having no idea yourself what they said. I do, however, know a bit about Voltaire's work. So, let's look at the actual words of this man, who it is claimed denied the historicity of Jesus and his disciples, from his essay, Toleration, in which, among other projects, he sought to debunk Christianity. Quote from Voltaire. It was not the Romans who fell upon Paul, but the Jews. St. James, the brother of Jesus, was stoned by the order of a Jewish Sadducee, not of a Roman. Quote, if it be objected that, while Socrates was calm, Jesus Christ seemed to fear death, quote, Jesus, my brethren, was not superstitious or intolerant. He said not a single word against the cult of the Romans. Quote, Let us remember that Jesus spoke a dialect, half Syrian and half Phoenician. Quote, this gospel was written more than 50 years after the death of Jesus. Quote, to learn whether the darkness which covered the whole earth at the death of Jesus was due to an eclipse of the sun at a time of full moon. End quote. All of this from a man you claim denied the historicity of Jesus. Harumph, indeed. Now, while I don't have the desire, time, or inclination to debunk the other names on this list in a similar fashion, I would guess that the simplistic claim that these other 108 scholars denied the historical reality of Jesus and his disciples is equally dubious. Unless you can show me otherwise. Voltaire was a deist, but he was not so foolish as to deny the historicity of Jesus or his disciples. He did argue that the real Jesus did not correspond to the figure that Christianity made of him. But that is not the argument we are having. So, unless you can present a better case than Voltaire from this list, I'll not waste further effort on it. Critic Paul? There's no mention of this world-traveling, church-planting, miracle-performing, Mars Hill-preaching, snake-handling, philosopher-debating, often-arrested friend of the Caesars by any historians at any time. 
There are no mentions in history of Peter bringing new doctrine to Rome or being martyred. The rest of the disciples should have been some of the most famous people who ever lived, yet not one of them. None of them are mentioned by any historian at any time. If we eliminate all the writings of the church, no one today would have ever heard of Jesus Christ or any of the supposed disciples. History knows not a thing about any of them, and neither do you, which is why you must have faith. Bart Ehrman whined that Jesus' mythicism is rapidly creeping into the public consciousness at an alarming rate. Poor fool has made a lot of money making stuff up about Jesus, but that's about to come to an end. In a recent survey done in England, half the people questioned said they did not believe such a person as Jesus Christ ever existed. I predict that within 10 years, belief in Jesus will be seen as so absurd that no one will have the nerve to admit that they still believe in such nonsense, including you. The rooster has crowed. The Christian Atheist I've noticed a pattern with you, Mr. Critic. When your points are destroyed, you ignore the correction and deflect to a different point. This means, ultimately, that you concede. I have enjoyed bantering with you. You are correct, I suppose, that if it hadn't been for the Church and its first-century founders, we would know next to nothing of Jesus, as we know nothing of almost everyone who ever lived without historical documentation. We would know nothing of Socrates, had Plato and Xenophon, his students, not been radically influenced by and written about him. These, however, are speculative counterfactuals. Plato and Xenophon did write of the great influence of Socrates. And likewise, the Church came into being and prospered, spreading Jesus' life and influence across time and geography, spanning the globe and time from the first century A.D. until today. We are not justified in denying the historical record, simply because we find it inconvenient to our own pet theories. You can claim the earth is flat, but the evidence doesn't fall in your favor. The church itself is evidence that the historical person of Jesus was both real and remarkable. Think for a second, critic, how ridiculous your position is. If you are correct and neither Jesus nor his disciples ever lived, it is even a greater miracle that based on an historical claim of someone who never existed and a group of non-existent followers, a religious movement came into being, ex nihilo, and lasting over 2,000 years became a religious force that spanned the globe and was unbelievably successful in winning converts from then until now. You claim, from 2,000 years after the events, farther away from them than anyone else in history, talk about revisionism, that the man that Western history concluded was so important that history itself fell apart into two periods, before this non-existent person, B.C., and after this non-existent person, A.D. If there was no Jesus, and there were no disciples, from whence came this religion? And you can't be so foolish as to say the church, as it is the existence of the church that you must explain.
There was no cult of Jesus before Jesus. I could go on, but you get the point, I hope. I am not trying to embarrass you, but is it not even more improbable to believe nobody and his non-existent followers were able to do this than to accept at least the historicity of Jesus, even if you choose to reject the supernatural stuff? Even Voltaire, the most famous name from your list, who wanted nothing more than to tear down Christianity, never thought to deny the historicity of Jesus, despite the dishonesty purveyed to you by the creator of the list you provided, which you uncritically accepted as truth. Critic. I'd say you must be kidding, but I know that you're not. Using your twisted logic, Apollo, Zeus, Hercules, Athena, Mithras must all have really existed, or no one would have worshipped them, built temples to honor them, or written stories about them. None of my points were destroyed. I just expanded and bolstered the argument to show none of Jesus' magic reindeer, I mean apostles, were historical figures either. Beliefs can be a powerful drug. They can support worldwide religions and change lives dramatically, both positively and negatively. But that in no way proves that these beliefs have any basis at all in reality. Your arguments are as vacuous as I have ever seen. Pathetic. The Christian Atheist Hi, critic. You know that we have been discussing the historicity of Jesus, the man, whom you claimed never lived, as well as his disciples, all human beings. Your claim that my logic admits the existence of other gods is silly, and you know it. Mythology is not history, and does not claim to be so, whereas the Christian religion is dependent upon an historical claim, which means that historical analysis and evidence is central. You don't engage the evidence. You simply dismiss it, magically wishing it away. Why not drop the arrogant silliness and concede the point? You lose nothing substantive by it, as you acknowledge no supernatural connection. You can still be an atheist and choose to avoid my showing you that that too, depending on how you understand it, doesn't stand up to rational scrutiny. Being able to admit when you are wrong is basic to human growth and interaction. Socrates tells us that the beginning of wisdom is acknowledging what we don't know. There is no shame in being wrong, and I'm not trying to patronize you. The fact that you have hung on this long means that at some level, you want to find the truth. I am a Christian with the searching and skeptical mind of an atheist. I don't want to believe anything that isn't true. I know both sides of the looking glass, and I know them with open eyes. I choose Christ's side. I invite you to join me from wherever you stand before the looking glass. That's this week's episode. Thanks for listening, and remember, you can have your religious cake and eat it too. You can have reason, respect for science, a 21st century worldview, and be a Christian.